Welcome to Inside the Castle, the podcast that goes behind castle doors to have real conversations with real people about solving the nation's toughest challenges. I'm your host today, Angie Fryermuth. Recently, you've heard our chief of engineers talk about defining winning as finishing quality projects on time and within budget. So today, we're taking a closer look at quality with Jeff Mansville. Jeff, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. So before we get started, let's get to know Jeff. So Jeff, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes, good morning, Angela. Uh, my name is Jeff Mansfield, and I'm the National Quality Program Manager for the Army Corps of Engineers. I've been with USACE for about 11 and a half years, and I've served at all levels of the organization, at the district, division, and now headquarters level. I'm a member of the Business Practices and Program Evaluation Division in Resource Management, and I'm responsible for ensuring that USACE complies with Army Regulation 702-11, which is the Army Quality Program. I'm pretty much a one-man shop at headquarters, but I'm really fortunate to work with an extremely knowledgeable group of quality managers at all levels of USACE. Well, I am excited to talk quality with you today. So you talked about comply with the AR. What does USACE need to do to comply with the AR, and why is it important to the organization, and how do you help the Corps accomplish this mission? Yeah, great question. So the Army Regulation states what requirements that the Corps of Engineers would need to do to make sure they have an effective quality program. So, you know, on your opening statement, the Corps of Engineers' goal is to make sure we deliver quality products on time and on budget. And that also includes safely and a quality product. So my role on this from a quality program perspective is that make sure that we have the management principles in place to ensure we have quality and also make sure we have a system established to make sure that the employees have the knowledge and the information available to them, current information, that we can execute our job in the most timely fashion at the lowest cost at the best quality. So that's kind of the overall bluff of that. And there's different segments you know, within the Army regulation that we have to comply with. So my job is to verify the compliance and do reviews to see whether we are complying with that or not. To me, that seems like a big challenge. And I mean, you talk about looking at the systems. I feel like the organization has systems within systems. So kudos to you and the cadre that you work with for tackling this big challenge. So speaking of challenges, you know, what are the big challenges to implementing a quality program? I think there's a couple of challenges. Number one is that, you know, we have numerous levels to organization. You're talking about the headquarters level, the division level, the district level, and even to the operational site level. And we have so many different missions across those locations. And even with those missions, sometimes they vary in how they execute it. And each one of them, you know, the variation is required based off of location, you know, demographics, stuff like that. And so the challenge is, is that how do we accurately document that information to make sure that number one, that the people are doing the job correctly. And number two, to see where that some of that variation is so we can continue to get better in our execution. And that goes back to reducing costs, improving quality, things of that nature. And to tie in with that is that we then get into things that we call operational definitions. And as we work through the progression of quality within USACE, then if everyone is on the same page, and this goes back to what I refer to as standardization, before we can improve upon and get our quality better, we have to make sure that we're standardized. And that doesn't mean that everyone has to do it the same way, but as much as we can standardize it so that we reduce down the amount of variation. The variation that we bring into our processes 
then increases costs, reduces quality, and increases the time associated with executing and delivering projects. So definitely agree with having that standard practice across the core. And you're right, like standard doesn't mean to have it cookie cutter, but at least some of the main pieces being consistent across the core does help us stay within the process limits and control the time and, and the cost of things. I know that challenges are at one end, but there's also big opportunities that come with improving quality within the organization. So can you talk a little bit about that? Number one is going to be the actual employees themselves. So our biggest source of improvement opportunities and making sure that our quality is good is getting feedback from employees. Those are the employees that are actually doing the job day to day, whether you're talking about the project managers, whether you're talking about the project delivery teams, all levels of the organization, all employees have an opportunity to provide feedback to say, hey, we can get better. So that's the biggest opportunity we have right there is that employee feedback. Um, in addition to that, if we look at our project delivery as a very large holistic process, then we have the ability to start streamlining a lot of our programs to then reduce down the time, improve the quality, and things of those nature. So if we start looking at, you know, how do we take our standardized processes and then measure those effectively, get that feedback to leadership so they can make data-based, risk-based decisions to then make improvements and sustainable improvements to organization to then make sure that we are continuously striving to meet the customer and stakeholder demands for quality on time and within budget. I do have a follow-up question on that one. So mm -hmm. as you're working with all of these quality improvement efforts, are you finding that, that we have the data there and they're just not connecting or is the challenge finding the appropriate data? And I'm asking this because we have had, and I say we, the, the revolutionized team has had meetings where with external stakeholders and they're wanting to have more consistent up-to-date data. And I'm just curious as you know, what you have seen within the organization. Pockets of excellence and pockets of opportunity. And I say that kind of cryptically. So every one of our mission areas and every one of our directorates and functionaries, I think, I think do a very good job of reporting out and getting updates from all facets of project delivery. The opportunity that we have is to go even further with this. So if you have an employee that, let's just say a brand new employee, they come on board and they become a project manager. And if we now have all of these standardized procedures that they can go to very quickly, and if those procedures have those thresholds, those you know, metrics involved with them, then they know right off the bat what they need to do and how they need to do it uh, to be effective. And I think there's opportunities for improvement to go even further with some of those measurements and some of that data. And now, as USACE progresses into some of those data visualization, we now have the opportunity to do real-time you know, data. I think that's what leadership is asking for. Not only can we get the measurements and the metrics back, what do we have to compare it to? So we know how we're, we're executing the project and we have that data, but where are the standards at? We know that something takes X amount of days. Well, are we complying with that? And if we're not complying with that, then what steps do we need to take in order to comply or exceed whatever that, require, that metric requirement was? So I think there's, there's both like I said, pockets of excellence and pockets of opportunity uh, to get even better than what we are right now. Thank you for that. 
So pockets of excellence, let's kind of touch on that for a little bit. Can you share a couple success stories with the audience? Yeah, we currently have two initiatives or pilots underway that are trying to resolve or improve upon a couple of challenges that we have. Number one is lessons learned, and number two is after action reviews. So these have both been feedback that we've received from employees saying, hey, where can I find lessons learned? Is there one place to go or where do I need to go to find lessons learned? And the second is, is that is there one place that we can put after action reviews so that a project manager, let's just say it's a continuing authorities program, section 14 is one option. If we have one place we put all of the after action reviews for a CAP section 14, then a project manager who may be new to the organization or new to CAP, then they can go out and do a search and say, hey, what are some of the best practices or lessons learned or what are some of the after action review results that have happened with prior CAP 14 projects? And so we have two initiatives right now. We're trying to find enterprise solutions for putting after action reviews in one spot and then having a very robust search capability for someone to go find that information. So this ties into multiple facets. It's both a knowledge management initiative, it's a quality initiative, it actually boils down into, you know, risk management because if they go through and, and can read this stuff, then they reduce the risk involved with their projects. And so that's one is the attraction. The lesson learned is also another one, is that we're trying to, and we're currently piloting, a workflow that would kind of automate and allow employees to submit observations, insights, lessons, any sort of recommendations that they would have. And then once that's submitted, then employees can then go back and say, hey, I need to get some information about, I don't know, water resources. So they can go into one place, type in a search, and find all the observations or insights or lessons that may have been submitted for water resources. And then what also happened is that if that observation or insight is deemed that it needs to get more vetting or, or possibly a revision to a procedure, then we would actually launch another, what we refer to as workflow, and that SME or that process owner or that community of practice would then review that. And if that observation insider lesson is deemed appropriate, then you actually revise the procedure and then have the ability to communicate that revision to all the people that need to have that information. So those are two things that we're working on right now. And those are two areas that I am excited to hear that you are working on. As the revolutionized team has reached down through the organization, those are two areas that people are wanting to really hone in on. You know, how do we share lessons learned and how do we make the most use of after action reviews? Because I know I have been on teams where we've done after action reviews and we do it and then we put it on a shelf and, uh, you know, it doesn't necessarily get used to the, the best extent possible the next time a project like that comes forward. I am interested to hear how these pilots are moving along. So if there's people out there that are listening to this episode and they want to know more about the USACE Quality Program, where can they go? There's a couple of areas they can go to. Uh, number one, they are more than welcome to reach out to me at Jeff Mansfield, jeff.a.mansfield at usace.army.mil, or just reach out to me on Teams uh, to do a search for Jeff Mansfield. Also, we have quality managers at the division and center and lab level, and we have quality management representatives, quality management specialists uh, at the district levels. And each functional area should also have someone that's responsible for things like quality management or QA, QC. So at some point in time, if they want to reach out to somebody, any of those facets, and 
I actually have a list within our QM you know, quality management system, AIS, automated information system. Um, I have a listing of all of those individuals, those quality managers, quality management representatives. So any of those areas they could use to find out more information about quality within USACE. Wonderful. Thanks for that information. So we're nearing the end of our time together, but I do want to ask you, what's the future hold for the USACE quality program? I'm hoping huge strides. <laughs> so, and, and the reason I say that that way is because we have a lot of things going on right now that hopefully will result in improved standardization of our procedures, um, alignment of our execution from the Department of the Army level all the way down to the operational level. We hope to integrate and make more interoperable uh, different programs. I mentioned the lessons learned. I mentioned the after action reviews, but there's also opportunities to improve our quality to more effectively resource and tackle uh, improvement opportunities. There's also opportunities to have more data-driven information uh, fed back up to leadership for strategic decisions and strategic planning. There's also opportunities for us to improve our knowledge management arena because we are able to share more information more quickly with our employees so that they have the most recent knowledge and most recent information to execute project delivery and at the end of the day, give that quality on time, on budget, safely to our stakeholders and our customers. So that's where I see that you know, hopefully happening in the near future with the initiatives and the other things that we have going on in the quality program. Well, thank you, Jeff, for joining me today for this edition of Inside the Castle. We appreciate you and your insights. To our listeners, we want to hear from you, what topics are important to you and people you are interested in hearing from. Until next time, be safe, be innovative, and be revolutionary. Thanks for joining us for this Inside the Castle podcast. To provide your feedback, email us at cw.infrastructure.team at usace.army.mil. Stay tuned for additional Inside the Castle podcasts as we explore life inside the core and revolutionize civil works together.